With the NHL season right around the corner, it is time to do the predictions of what I think each division will end up shaking out to be in this upcoming episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Subscribe to the show on YouTube at Locked On Hurricanes. Hit that notification bell. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Follow myself on Twitter at JaredLs underscore 96. And once again, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And as I said, NHL season is right around the corner, and it is now time to make those division predictions of where I think every team is going to end up shaking out to be. So... We will start off with the Metro. It's where the Hurricanes call home. So we're going to start there, of course. So we'll start from the bottom and go up to the top. Now, obviously, things can change. Heck, I may end up changing my mind a week from now of where I think a team is going to be. So take these with a grain of salt. They're just fun predictions. Don't get upset about it. Uh, but at number eight for the Metro division is the Philadelphia Flyers. Once again, at the bottom of the division, it's going to be a dumpster fire every year for them. Uh, six and seven, I think, are kind of interchangeable. Uh, and seven is the New Jersey Devils. Six is the New York Islanders. I do think that the... Devils, they have the talent there to be higher. I just don't know if they can get over that hump. And the Islanders did next to nothing this offseason to make their team better. So I think they could easily end up in that seventh spot. Heck, they could honestly end up in the eighth spot. I think I may be a bit nice putting them in the sixth, but... We'll see how things shake out for them. At number five, I have the Washington Capitals. Age is catching up to them. They're hanging on by the thinnest of threads, like Jess said the other day from Locked on Flames when we had our crossover. The Capitals are hanging on by a thread, and their time is coming to an end, uh, is being a heavyweight in the NHL. Age is cashing up to them. They, they're not what they once were, plain and simple. And at number four, a bit of a controversial hot take, I have the Columbus Blue Jackets. I think that they did a lot to improve their team this offseason. Like, adding Johnny Gaudreau alone is going to bump you up a few spots, and they have a lot of talent there on that team. Are they a playoff team? I'm not sure. I think... They could maybe be in the mix. Do they get there? I'm not sure. I think they could, but do they? 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I think they're going to be uh, a lot better than they were last year. They're going to be they're going to be a fun team to watch and they're I think they're once again you know, starting to move in the right direction. And the top 3 kind of the same as last year. I think the Pittsburgh Penguins are still going to be at number 3. I think while they are sort of in the same boat as Washington of getting older, their time coming to an end. I think that they are a better team than Washington and they still have a bit more going for them. And again, with them, age is definitely going to be a big factor because their core guys are older. And if we've been seeing that over the past few years with both those teams, as well as some others of age, catching up to these teams that have been on top for so long, and then starting to fall down the pecking order. But I think Pittsburgh is still going to be in that mix. One and two, I do think, is going to come down to a nail-biter. Talked about this again the other day with Jess. Number two, I have the New York Rangers. Number one, I have the Carolina Hurricanes. I think New York is a really, really good team, and they could they could definitely win the division. Uh, the Hurricanes, yeah, they just end up back-to-back division titles. They don't go for the three-peat. Uh, and, you know, the New York, like we said last year, you know, it came down to the last couple games of the season uh, as far as who won the division. I th- I think it's probably going to happen the same way this year between the Hurricanes and the Rangers. I hope, I'm predicting it will go the Hurricanes' way. But like I said the other day, I think the Hurricanes have the experience on their side and i think that's going to be kind of what get that's going to be what they have the leg up on the rangers and that would be kind of what helps them out they 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 know how to play uh for lack of a better term and play smart you know and the rangers they're still a very they're still a younger team still learning how to win i guess you would say Kind of like how the Hurricanes were a few years ago, still learning how to when they have that you know, year where they go on that deep playoff run that no one really expected them to do. And then they're kind of you know, starting to learn how to win after that. I think that's kind of how things are going to shake out there. But again, it could easily be the Rangers division. But I am going to go with the Hurricanes there to win the Metro again. In the Atlantic Division, uh, this one, no surprise at number eight, the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, another team I really expect nothing out of. Uh, number seven is the Buffalo Sabres, uh, but I do think that they have the... They could be better than seven this year. I just think it's it's Buffalo. Because yeah, they showed last year they they can do they can they can win, but they're still not there yet. They are they a playoff team? No, but I do think they can maybe be in like that sixth spot, maybe push for that fifth spot in the division. I think they could, but I. I just don't have the confidence in them. And same goes with Detroit, honestly. 
Uh, I really think yeah, the this four, five, and six spot can honestly be interchangeable. Really, this is you know more three A, B, and C. At, at number six, I have Detroit. The other, again, a team where it, it's kind of hard to put too much confidence in them the way things have gone in recent years. But Detroit is a team with a lot of young talent and a team that could. Are they a playoff team yet? No, I don't think so. But they're going. I think they're going to improve this year. And yeah, they they're young guys. You know that you're that they're building around. They have yet they have another year of experience under their belt. Again, going back to the Hurricanes coming off that eighteen nineteen season. Yeah, they're again a little bit different because they went to the conference final. Rangers just went to the conference final, but yeah, another year of experience, and uh, I think that that's going to benefit them. And I do think they could be, they could be a lot better than the the spot I have them in. The number six, number five of the Boston Bruins, same points I made for Washington and Pittsburgh apply here. A team that was on top for so long, age is catching up to them. They're not what they once were. They're slowly falling out of the pecking order. They made the playoffs last year. I don't. Eh. I think they're going to be more of a bubble team this year. I think they could make it. I do think they could not make it. We'll see how things go this year. Number four, controversial here is the Ottawa Senators. It's a team they. That has been through a lot over these past few years of not being good off ice, uh, some off ice stuff as far as, uh, you know, higher ups in the team and uh, not acknowledging the rebuild or the way they maybe should have, but. I think that Ottawa, they made a lot of really good moves. They have a lot of really good young players. And I think that they can they can do something this year. Do they go on like a super deep run? I'd probably say no, but I mean, you know, a young team, you know, that doesn't know any better, uh, you know, like the Hurricanes, 18-19, like the Rangers last year, you know, these young teams. Could the Senators make a run? Maybe, sure. You know, anything can happen. But I think this team is going to be very – it's going to be one to watch. I think they got a lot of good stuff going on there. Number three, I have the Florida Panthers. Uh, I see them taking a step back this year. I don't see them being absolute garbage. They're going to be a playoff team. They're they going to have that potential to make a deep run. But we kind of seen that I wouldn't necessarily put them on Toronto level of regular season team. But they're, they've shown you know, they're more of a regular season team. And I th- really think that the loss of Huberdo is it's gonna be it's gonna suck. That's gonna suck for them. Uh, yeah, they got Matthew Kachuk. Yes, uh, 
that's obviously a, they're still going to be a really good team. I'm not saying that they're going to be bad, but I think they're going to take a step back this year. I don't think they're going to be in contentions for the president's trophy at all. I, I don't think that's going to be in the cards for them this year, but they're definitely going to be a playoff team for sure. Uh, number two, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, they, they've got too much talent on that team to not be a top team in the division. But it also is Toronto. And will they make the playoffs? Yeah. Will they get past the first round? Probably not. <laughs> Depending on who they play, maybe they get lucky. But, yeah, uh, we'll see how things shake out for Toronto. Number one, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning. They're the team to beat right now in the NHL. Still, yeah, they lost in the cup final, but I think Tampa Bay is still, they're still the team to beat. And they're, I think that, again, they're just too good. And I really, I get frustrated, obviously, with them because they're so good, but they're, they're so good. And yeah, I, I think yeah, they're. I don't think they'll get off to like the slow start that they did last year. I think that they'll. they'll they know what they got to do, and I think they're going to do it. And I'm very. It's going to be frustrating, obviously, but Tampa. They're. It's going to be fun to to watch them, obviously. But you know that that does it for the Eastern Conference guys and. You know, before we move over to the Western Conference, I do once again, of course, want to remind you guys about the lovely folks over at Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there, whether it's the Carolina Panthers game, whether it's the New England Patriots game, Pittsburgh Steelers, whatever it may be, they got you covered. We also have that big NC State-Clemson top 10 matchup coming up this weekend. Bet Online is, of course, going to be the place you want to go for that because they are the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, football, of course, MMA, boxing, golf, wrestling, whatever. You've got WWE Extreme Rules right around the corner. If you want to place a bet on who you think will win those matches, BetOnline is the place to go. So head over to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, Going over to the Western Conference, uh, we're going to start with the Central Division, folks. Number eight, the Arizona Coyotes. Really don't think that needs explanation. Number seven, the Chicago Blackhawks. Another one, I don't think it needs any explanation at all, honestly. I, I think, uh, I, I do think that Arizona can maybe be seven and Chicago be eight. I will say that. I think Arizona may have, they may have a bit of a chip on their shoulder this year with everything that's been going on. 
and we'll see how things shake out there. But those are going to be the bottom two teams in the division for sure. Uh, number six, the Winnipeg Jets, just another team that is struggling. And honestly, they may end up being worse than six as well. It really wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but they're a team they got some, they got some talent there. So and you got Connor Hellebuck in net. Yeah, that's gonna win you some games. So you you look at all that, but I, honestly, I think Winnipeg they're struggling. And, and yeah, at number five, I have the Dallas Stars. Just another team that I feel like some of their guys, you know, age is starting to catch up to them. They they obviously still have some really good players, but I'm just not sold on them. Yeah, you know, they had that run to the uh stanley cup in the bubble but after that it's just been inconsistent honestly from them uh you know we've talked about that with dane from locked on stars of yeah this is another thing i just don't expect a whole lot from them honestly you know but ultimately you know it is what it is with dallas number four i i see the nashville predators I think that they're going to. They figured out what started to work for them last year. I think they're going to continue doing that this year, and that's what's going to put them over Dallas this year. I think, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be good for Nashville. I think are they Stanley Cup team? No, but I think they they figured out what works for them, and they started clicking. Yes, they have some moves off this offseason. Nino Niederreiter is there, and we all know how good Nino can be. But I think Nashville, yeah. I think they got it figured out of what they need to do, and I think they're going to do it, and they're going to execute really well this year. The top three is same as last year. The St. Louis Blues at three to the Minnesota Wild won the Colorado Avalanche. Really don't think this needs more explanation. These are definitely the top three teams in that division. And yeah, I think maybe should things really go right for Nashville, maybe they could snag that three spot. But I think St. Louis, they're definitely still like the the safe bet there. Uh I think Minnesota, they're they're really good. They are, but I don't think they're that number one team. And I think they're still going to be a little brother, essentially, in that division. And number one, the other team to beat in the NHL, the Colorado Avalanche, of course. Of course, it's the Avs. Obviously. Uh, and now moving on to the Pacific. If you guys listen to that crossover with Jess from Lockdown Flames, you know my pick to win the div- this division already. But we are going to dive in and go through the entire division. Of course, at number eight, I have the Seattle Kraken. I do think they improve over last year for sure. Maybe they climb out of the eight spot. I do think it is a possibility for sure, but it's not something I'm really sold on. At number seven, I have the San Jose Sharks. Could they be higher on this list? Yeah, I, I think they could be, but... Uh, it's another team just I really don't see them doing much at all this year I see it being another tank year 
uh, for them. No pun intended, obviously, but Sharks are. I I don't see a whole lot coming out of them, and yeah, I hope I'm wrong for sure. I hope they're better than what they than the seventh spot in the division, but it's not something I'm sold on from them. At number six, I have the Vegas Golden Knights. I think they continue to slip backwards. I think, honestly, they could end up in that seven spot. They lost a lot of guys this offseason. And if I remember correct, Robin Leonard, he's going to be out for quite a while as well due to hip surgery, I believe. And, yeah, I, I see Vegas just continuing to slip and get worse. Yeah, they, they have the talent there, obviously, which is why I have them at six. But they could very, very much be at the seven for sure. At number five, the Vancouver Canucks. Same as last year. I think they're going to be pretty mid, middle of the road. Uh, another team I really don't expect a whole heck of a lot out of. Number four, another bit of a hot take, I guess is the Anaheim Ducks. I, I liked what I saw from them uh, some last year. They have a really, going back to those young guys that don't know any better, I guess you would say, when it comes to you know winning, is Anaheim. They have so much young talent, and I think that they are, they could definitely be something. They're, I think they're a bubble playoff team. I really do. And yeah, they they had their flashes last year. They really did. And I think that they continue to build on what they got going on there in uh, Southern California. Could they definitely be lower on this? Absolutely. It is Anaheim. Uh, They could definitely be lower on their division list. They could absolutely be in those bottom three spots as they have been for the past few years. But I do think this is a year where they they started they they get going. You know, they start heading in the right direction. And and at uh number three I have the Los Angeles Kings. Again, uh, very much like Nashville. They they figured out what's working for them. I think they continue to do that this year and continue to build on their return to the playoffs and what they had going for them last year. I really do. I think this is a very talented young team. They're starting to get back to relevancy after. Wow, this year is a decade since their first Stanley Cup win. Oh, my God. Holy crap, guys. It's been 10 years uh, since they won their first Stanley Cup. Eight since they won the second. Jeez Louise. All right, let's move away from the Kings. Number two, I have the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, I think they're a team, they're going to build on what they had last year, but it is a team, like I said, kind of comes down to a couple guys, and teams are going to figure that out. And obviously, it is Connor McDavid. You're not going to shut him down, but you don't have as much to worry about when you play Edmonton. Whereas at number one, I have the Calgary Flames. I think they're a very deep team. They're a very dangerous team. And again, 
you guys heard my case for Calgary the other night uh, with Jess from Locked on Flame. So I'm not going to repeat myself. Go listen to that episode. I had a lot of fun talking to Jess about that. But yeah, Calgary, uh, deep team and improved roster. Yeah, you know, the losses they have definitely hurt, but they brought in a lot of good. And they are a very deep roster. And I think that'll be what carries them because it's not just a handful of guys that you got to worry about with them. It's it's a lot of guys, and they're going to be a very fun team to watch this year. But that does it for this bonus episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Make sure you subscribe to the show on YouTube. Turn on that notification bell. Make sure you are following their show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. And follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.